Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. Thank you for joining me today. I have a guest. Now you hear in the intro, it says she either interviews media experts or her PR colleagues. Well, Denise is like the anomaly. She is not really a PR (laughs) colleague or a media but she really is. So she has a YouTube channel, but I wanted to bring her on because she is so creative. She is so creative. And I want to know like what drives this creativity. So she has the best YouTube channel. You have to check it out. I'm going to put it up there right now that it is Denise Hart. And I saw her and and one of the things I met Denise a a while ago, this was a business card when I met Denise. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God! Come on, throwback. <laughs> I love I it. Her when she was doing a mindset support, fired up your mindset mojo. I loved her initially. I remember you had this hair that I just was like, oh my God! This was way before people were really doing the natural hair thing. Girl, come on, tell the yes. truth. Yes, you had it together. <laughs> and uh, she's speaker, author, coach, Momentum Institute that she did. She's she really talked about next level, next level of dreams, next level life, next level business, which really is still really, even though she's a reinvention, reinventing her brand, she still is always doing this next level. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. The next level dream. All right. Cause she just can't be in one spot. So she has this butterfly. I guess that butterfly was probably kind of symbolic because she can't be in one spot. She's going to be fluttering around and uh, I want you all to make sure that you check out her channel, but I met you probably over a decade ago in DC. Yeah. That's where you're mm-hmm. out of. And you're 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 a uh, instructor at Howard, a professor at Howard University. I am. The, She's a Delta I, girl. I, I say I'm part of the two percent because only two percent of women of color are full professors in academia. So I'm in the two percent wow. club. Wow. Two percent? Are you two percent in the That's country? Crazy. And, yeah. and so one of the things you could read the formal bio, but she really has a creative spirit. She teaches drama, playwright, anything creative. That's television that's writing, acting. Yes. That is that is that is Denise, Denise Hart. <laughs> all right. So really kind of tell us how this all started for you because you probably could have done anything. You could have been an actress, you could have just been a writer, whatever. Now you're doing the YouTube channel. You are you built that studio right now that we're looking at. It's like, I okay, did. what else can she do? All right. Well, you know, I, I jokingly say when people ask that question, I say, really, there's a lot of things that I can't do. But one of the things that I have made a commitment to myself many years ago, Pam, was to do the thing that gave me tremendous joy. Mm-hmm. Not, not a little bit of joy, but tremendous joy. And so Is that, that way name? I am pouring my whole self. What is your middle name? Joy. There you go. My middle name is Joy. <laughs> and I used to joke when I would speak and say, when I would speak on you know stages all around the country and say, I have joy in the middle of my heart because my parents named me Joy, my last name's Heart. And I kind of got this double whammy of this um, you know, double dose of love and joy and just this kinetic vibe. 
Uh, but the, to really answer your question about um, what motivates me, I had a, uh, I had the kind of upbringing where we didn't have a lot. And so we moved quite a bit. My mom was a single parent. There were four of us. And from the time I was born till I was 17, I lived in 13 different homes. That's Ooh. a lot of moving. Yes. Yeah. It, a lot. And that had me fix the space up and then make it special and take it down quickly because we moved a lot. So it mm -hmm. taught me that having a space or an environment that really felt special means a lot. It shifts someone, someone's energy. It uplifts you. It makes you feel uh, uh, cherished and warm. And that that reality has stayed with me. And so I really kind of what I call undercover designer used to offer to just do my friends' homes for nothing because I got so much joy out of helping them make a very special room or even their whole home. I knew from my own personal experience what a tremendous difference that kind of transformation makes in someone's life. And so I also was a visual artist growing up. And so when I went to high school, I did half of my classes in a day were all studio art, visual art, uh, clay, acrylics. I mean, everything. I thought I was going to go to Paris and, you know, be this visual artist. But my mom was like, how are you going to pay your bills? So then I chose theater. <laughs> kind of a joke, right? Second best. But um, that visual art background, plus my theater training, where we learned how to build sets and mm -hmm. how to use color and to create an environment, to, to, to make people feel they were in a real pe person's home served me. And again, I continued to do the undercover, you know, designing, helping people. And really what shifted for me was the pandemic. Mm, okay. I've done a lot of things. I've accomplished a lot of things. I've become an expert in a several areas over the trajectory of my life. Uh, but one day I sat, I asked myself this question, if the pandemic or if the virus was going to take me out, what would I regret? that I had not gone full Ooh, out. That's good. And I, and I answered that question without missing a beat that I did not truly take my design sensibility and my design skill and that passion to the next level. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Let me just start a YouTube channel. And from there, it's had this profound snowball effect, quite honestly. I, I, I was really just going to build out this YouTube channel and do, um, do small, I actually did a series called the DIY Duo Redesign, which was a show. And okay. so I would go into people's homes. But from there, people started to reach out and say, well, can you do my home? Or can you do these two rooms or these three rooms? And now it's becoming a thing, right? It's becoming so, a business. So let me, and, let me just uh, tell I, have people. A, I basically have Please. a retirement plan. Denise, so one of the things I want people to know that your YouTube channel has over 1,600 subscribers and 31,000 views. So this is just, I'll start this little YouTube channel. <laughs> this is like, seriously, like, I was like, she's got 1,600 subscribers. I'm like, why am I sleeping on this? I'm like, what is she doing with this thrifty fly DIY with Denise Joy? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. So this was, this was something that I want people to know that it is. It is like watching one of my favorite shows, like um, the 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 uh, I don't even know what the channel was called. You know, you know, what I'm talking about the um, 
the Design Channel, yeah, or HGTV or DIY or Network, or Makeover, Extreme Home Makeover. Makeovers. Was, yes, Extreme Makeover. That was a, yeah. that's what I felt like I was watching because you did your friend who was a Delta and you were doing yes. her room. And then and then I was like, oh my god! I was like, that's when I said I have to have her on the show because you don't have to stay pigeonholed in one area, no. but you have to live your dreams and all of your skills. You're a writer, you're a speaker, you are a creative person, and you use all those skills to really help bring it out of others. And first in helping them with their mindset. Now it's like all over, like totally in their home space. Yeah, well, absolutely. Which helps their mind. Well, oh, unquestionably. I mean, part of my philosophy is uh, the method that I use or I created is called the Furaha method, which happens to mean joyful in Swahili. And that's a creative, holistic approach to helping clients create a joyful, custom on a budget space that's a mashup of physical beauty, functionality, and enhances their overall wellness. Mm. So absolutely, mindset is part of it. Yes, yes. So you didn't really waver from that. You just kind of grew into it more. More correctly expanded it into this arena. That is that is one of the things. So, how has your branding? I guess you would say. So, if I want to say this, so I have so many (laughs) different clients that have a book and they want to speak, and they've been trying to do this for years, and they've been trying to get traction and that sort of thing, but they really just can't get this traction going even though they have a message and they have a book and they're trying to do the social media, but you seem to do it so naturally and often. Like at one point you were doing uh, the YouTube uh, Denise theater, then you were doing um, something else and you were doing this, but you, what has yeah. been like the secret, I guess, for you to make these pivots. I going to tell you, and um, oh. I have been an entrepreneur for 28 years. My very first business, few people know, was called Strictly Kids Decorating. And I would paint, I would paint murals on children's bedroom walls. And so way back then, I started taking classes at SCORE, right? You probably heard of SCORE. You could get the free Mm -hmm. classes. And my, my, my understanding is this. Once you gain a level of mastery, in business infrastructure, you, you kind of don't lose it. It is like riding a bike. You just shift that methodology and that blueprint over to the next business and over to the next business. You make certain tweaks based on the industry, but pretty mm-hmm. much the infrastructure of marketing and branding remains the same. And I shrug my shoulders, not like it's easy, but notice I said, once you achieve a level of mastery, Mm -hmm. Level of mastery is through repetition and consistent application at the highest level that one can can uh, can execute to build a mastery. And and my also understanding is you need a team around you that helps keep that high level that that helps push you at the level of um, execution. That's going to make a meaningful difference because it's not good enough to sort of develop mastery at the mediocre level because you're gonna get mediocre results. You need to have a core team of people around you, including yourself, to have the discipline and the motivation mm-hmm. to push yourself to maintain that level. So really, I simply took what I had done in my business when I was when you met me, I took those same principles, shift, shifted them to this particular business 
I wasn't even calling it a business, quite frankly. I was just calling it my YouTube channel, but it is now fast, quickly become a business really in six months. And now I'm applying those principles to this business. I love that. What is the ultimate goal, Denise? Is it is it to do like a HGTV show? Because I really saw it as a HGTV show. People I have been it. saying that to me. I, Did I you pitch this to Netflix? And I'm like, no. I really am sort of sorting this out. There's a couple of sort of bigger pictures. So as we said at the beginning, I'm a college professor and I've been a professor for 21 years. Well, I'd like to retire early. So I really like to teach for 25 years. And so I call this my training ground for my early retirement uh, entity so that I build this out, you know, slowly over time. Mm -hmm. And I like to say I want to retire from thriving to thriving. I don't yeah. want to retire from a thriving academic career and then go, what should I do? I want to already have something that I'm thriving in. Yes. The yeah. other thing specific to the this business is I really would love to have a monetized YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I believe in multiple streams of income yeah. and creating great content, high quality value to my subscribers. And yet being able to earn some income from that, I believe is a win-win. I loved back when I taught sales. I call that a dual profit experience. Everybody's benefiting in that situation. It's not one sided. The other thing is I would love to eventually have a show. I really, really would be a host, but I'd love to. I'm a person who likes to get my hands, you know, get my hands dirty. So I wouldn't be the kind of host of a show who sat back and, you know, I'd be the one saying, OK, grab the hammer with me and, you know, let's do this together uh, mm -hmm. because I believe in community. So actually someone, a good friend of mine sent me a um, a, a host audition for I, I don't know what the HGTV. I can't remember, but they sent it to me yesterday. And it's like the third time someone has sent me that. So I have not told people that that's what I would like. People have been sending me the auditions because they see me. I see it already. And and the editing of it is really good. It's it's uh, you're going to Home Depot, and, you know, you're, you're you're going in there and you're seeing. Can I never edited anything in my life? I had to teach myself how to edit. I'm not making See, so this. That's up. why you're a professor, full fledged <laughs> professor at Howard. You know, they they got the smart ones. Okay, they got the Listen, smart ones. I'm, like, used I'm, on, I'm used to being the actress. You know, I right. uh, some people may have seen me on HBO's The Wire. I had you know recurring role, so I'm used to being the talent on that side. And when you know it was COVID and I didn't have a team, I said, Denise, it's on you. So what right. did I do? I get up and do my daily morning walks, and I watch YouTube videos to teach myself how to edit. <laughs> That is amazing. That it is so good. It, it, and it's entertaining as well as learning something for someone like me. So my studio is um, basically like a black velvet background. Right. And the most I could do right here, a little fancy is like the little chair <laughs> with the thing on it. It's like, OK, so I went into Joanne Fabrics or whatever it was. And I was like, I'm grabbing this. I'm great. It was two things. Everything else was so overwhelming. I my mind doesn't think like that of how to really pull it together like like what you've done in your background right now thank you i appreciate so it good and what do you call the style you call it bold. well this is this is what we call it transitional some people might call it eclectic right that's where you're layering color and pattern and texture okay. to create a cohesive cohesive energy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you said another one was boho what was that yeah, Afro boho is where you take that transitional uh, or the colorful side of bohemian. Nowadays, there's a bohemian style that's 
really more of the Scandinavian, which is really kind of whites and, and blonde woods. That's more Scandinavian, but some people are calling that boho. Traditionally, boho was a colorful color, a very mixed color scheme. And with Afro boho is where you add Afrocentricity into like mud cloth or mass or natural materials, things like that into the color scheme. I love that. I love that. And so your background in training, um, teaching uh, theater, yes, uh, building sets, and, right? And 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 so one of the things building sets really allows you to see something that's not there and having to put something there. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like, okay, what do we do with this stage? How do we make this come alive? And that's exactly what you're doing. I love yeah. that, Denise. When I think about when I first met you, and, and, and we're going to laugh about this, one of the first things you had the hair natural was like, I just want to be an influencer. This is way before they even called right. influencers. <laughs> I need someone to pay me to do my hair because you use these particular products. I forgot what the product was, but your hair was gorgeous and you oh, had the natural um, you were doing the twist. I remember this. I remember this. Yes, yes. And I was like, we've got to figure that out. But it was before a lot of the influencers were influencers. Remember, this was 2010. Instagram had just started. That's true. So, you know, that was like that we were always ahead of the time in terms of that. <laughs> but uh, yes, I remember that. And so for you to do full circle and doing all of this in during the COVID just makes it so inspiring and possible for people to really, uh, what you said, being consistent, really being consistent and mastery of, of whatever it is that you're going to do. And you've been doing what you've been doing for, you said your first business was, I didn't know your first business oh, was yeah. Doing, Get yeah. Oh my God. I have some of the cutest. I wish I had some of the pictures I would show you. Just so, so many great memories painting those murals. And really the form is called Trump Loyal because it's a, it's a form of painting that makes you think that the object is real. So it has perspective and dimension. And anyway, it's a whole thing. And I learned it as a visual artist and I could paint something right now, you know, if I wanted to, but wow. Wow. So are you still teaching at Howard? Are you still? I do. Yeah. Again, I have, um, Again, I'm going to early retire at year 25. So I have about four years left. Okay. And uh, my intention is to slowly build this business so that I can retire from teaching and go right into something that's really fulfilling and quite thriving um, already. And and combines everything, all the skills, like the talent, the, the all of it, all that's of it. it, all it of totally it. does. It, it, I, I write the scripts. I'm the talent. I know how to direct already. I just and didn't you know, know how a to edit. Bit about web design as well and SEO and all those types yeah, of things. Yeah, I, well. I do know those types of things too. I know enough to help myself be successful. I'm not, I, nobody could pay me to teach them SEO, but you know how you know just to serve yourself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do know those things. And so I use them all the time. Man. And so I saw at one point you have a book. I do. Journey to the Joy of Truth. Yes. So yeah, a series of essays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Joy has been um, following me around my whole life. It's in the middle of my then name. And then obviously you speak as well. So you speak, oh, yeah. the topics you speak, what are like some of the key topics, I guess, you really speak on when, if if I were to say, okay, Joy, I want you to, uh, Denise, I want you to speak at this uh, women's conference. And I would, I would really talk about being, being, uh, understanding that you, you get to defy any circumstance. Mm -hmm. Any circumstance, no one is exempt from having a circumstance uh, rock their world or, or shake them to their core. No, none of us are. You got to mm -hmm. just keep living is what they say. You, you haven't had it happen yet. Oh, just keep living. Just keep and living. that um, 
we can defy our circumstances. We can uh, rebound, we can reinvent, we can uh, shift and pivot and go to your next level. Your circumstances is a moment. You do get to uh, drive and control your destiny. I'm a living example of it. You know, I've done I've done everything that we traditionally think should have been done. I've done it far later than anyone would have imagined. I didn't graduate from college till I was 33 years old. No what? one, no one knows this. I went on to get my master's degree. Now I became a two percenter, tenured faculty, full professor. Um, I virtually debt free. I've owned my third house. I never thought I'd even own a house for that matter. I've managed to buy all of my homes on my own, started several businesses. Every one of us can defy any circumstance. So that's probably why when I met you that um, you were doing the the momentum expert reinvention strategist because yes. you really just feel passionate about it because you've done it, you've lived it. Um, I didn't know you graduated from college at 33. Most yeah. people at, at 30 will say, ah, you know, forget it. You know, Play, what oldest person in the freshman class. Yeah, what am I doing here? That, that is that takes courage. <laughs> that takes courage, confidence, uh, consistency. Uh, the the thing about Hi. it, yeah, yeah, it really I was does. driven. It was it was driven, and so a lot of it has to do with mindset. And so, tell us a little bit about where the motivation uh, comes from. Is it from your mom? Is your family? Uh, did you have mentors growing up? Do who are some of your mentors that you have, you know, around you now? In I guess in this space, one mentor was my grandmother. Uh-huh. My grandmother traveled from the south, and my grandfather, and they bought a house which was very uncommon at the time in 1933 in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Uh, They owned property. They were uh, very hardworking. And um, my grandmother just really didn't take any, she didn't take any mess, you know, quite honestly. My mom was also a good mentor for me. She had, you know, a difficult marriage with my father. She chose to walk away from that situation and, um, you know, struggled to raise us. But oftentimes we didn't even really know we were what we would really call poor mm-hmm. <laughs> because we, you know, we had love and we had support. And she was, my mom was the baddest decorator with a little bit of stuff <laughs> you ever seen, honey. Oh she really was my first de- decor or decorating inspiration. She would just take what was just a little bit and she would just, here, let me, you know, here, let me. And next thing you know, you were like, oh man, okay, all right, that's what wow. we're doing. That's so, where the creativity comes from. She was that very creative from. and inspiring. But at the same time, she was practical. She couldn't see how I could go into a creative arena and really earn a living, you know, which was, I think, somewhat of the time period, you know, that they yeah. grew up in. It was get a government job, you know, this sort of thing, try to try to get on a someone's payroll. Right. But even though I, Denise, when you think about it, too, if you said your mom, if you're roughly about about my age, my mom yeah. was divorced um, back in that was in the 50s. People didn't divorce really back yeah, then. My, they stayed in what, my mom divorced in 71. She divorced in 71. But still, that was yeah. still not. That was not real was common. common. No, mm-hmm. no. It, to, to even do that was like. What do you even find a divorce attorney? I mean, you know, like, she got it. Yeah, what she is, got it what done. Yeah, she got it done. And um, that took her. I, I, I knew I wanted to have an entrepreneurial kind of um, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so becoming a professor is not an entrepreneur, but there's a lot of flexibility and, you know, academic freedom. And so freedom is one of my top five values 
And so I do create environments where I get to have the kind of freedom that supports me and the things that, you know, I am passionate about. And then I offer that similar quality of freedom to dream and to be and to shift and to grow to other people. And I like to do that also in someone's space. That is good. I would like to offer you to be in uh, Speakers Magazine. We've known each other for so long. The magazine's only four years old. So I would like to have you in it. And I know you, that you have, that these are the things that is required. You need a photo, which I'm sure you have great professional photos. You need a bio. And I'm sure you probably have that from an EPK from somewhere. Absolutely. And then really your speaking topics, which you kind of, you're real passionate about. You know, just really that because I want the magazine, if you see in the background, is really created just so that it can it can highlight oh those. Oh gosh, speakers. yeah, absolutely. It highlights speakers and lets people know what they speak on, who who is speaking on what and where how to contact them. Like thank you. you. Subscribe to your YouTube channel, subscribe absolutely. to that because absolutely. you're, you're you're different. Not to say that, you know, everybody has to be the same uh, speaker, uh, you know, that sort of thing that there's, yeah. you know, everybody's a motivational speaker, but yours is different from the standpoint that you're doing these pivots and also to you come out of theater, you know, and that's, that's, that's a little bit of a, a little bit, I guess you say you have a little bit of an edge, you know, in terms of doing that. That's why YouTube was so natural for you. It was just really natural. Yeah, you know, what's interesting is I actually was going to start the YouTube channel two years before, but I was going up for my promotion and I wanted to really focus and be in integrity and give all, give my all to that process, which is a very intensive mm -hmm. process. And then the very next year I got a opportunity to go to California to teach in a special program with Amazon Studios, which was amazing. And then COVID hit. Oh. And then, you know, we had to fly back in March and of yeah. course, then the rest. So but by the time the pandemic started to really unroll and I asked myself that question, it was a no brainer. It was a no brainer. Don't wait. Life is not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Do this thing that's, you know, oh, I'll do this when I retire. I'll do this. Do it now. Figure out how to get it to fit into your life. You know, people say, how do you do so much? I say, well, you need to learn how to shift from thinking about motivation to discipline. There you go. Okay. There because you go. discipline is the is the pathway to success. You know what? That's really funny because you are an artist, right? You're an artist and you did the painting, you know. So that was oh, they're so they're creative. They're creative. So you just let them do whatever. And it's like, no, you're saying you need discipline if you want to Yes, get absolutely. Artists yes. have discipline, artists have systems, right? Mm -hmm. Artists have procedures. That they that they you know they implement artists have methodology artists really have everything that any left brain person is must use they're just using it in the way that works for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I think of someone who has discipline. It's like Missy Copeland. You know, she's an oh, artist. Oh gosh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, uh, Stephen King, the writer Stephen King, he sits down and writes at the same time every you know every time he's sitting at the same time and writing for the same amount of time. You know until it just is the habit. It's like, oh my God, it's 12 o'clock. Like, you know, in 10 minutes, I have to be sitting at my desk. That is, that's one of the things. I, I went to journalism school. So okay. that's my thing. And uh, they said, well, do you want to be like a, a reporter, a daily reporter? I, said, I don't know if I could write every day. 
That's my thing. I said, I like feature writing. It's a little bit longer lead. You know, daily, it's right. like, you know, you're, you're chasing ambulances and you got to write this story. It's like, I mean, think, about, think about the discipline of an actress. The actor must have the discipline to memorize and to learn oh, lines and to be on point and have their spot and learn angles and the whole and the whole thing. And so someone had asked me about the scripts for the episodes. And honestly, I don't really write scripts. I write bullet points and then I freestyle and do, I try to do it in two takes. Sometimes it takes three or four, but then I just shoot the take and put it in the can and keep moving, you know, so I'll chunk it down. Um, oh, that's again, that's just transferring what I understand from TV and theater into this, into this realm. There was something too, and this is a side. My daughter is, uh, she kind of went viral yesterday on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. She uh, did a really cute little clip of a photo of our family with Chris Brown on a red carpet probably. She's 11 years old. So that was like 10, 12 years ago. And she just kind of said, you know, I thought I could pull Chris Brown with this outfit on, uh, you know, at 11 years old or something okay. like that. It, and anyway, so it was kind of funny because she looked a hot mess, right? Preteen and just, you know, and I'm in the picture and I'm like in between them and people were like, oh yeah, you look like your mom was trying to pull him and then my husband's on the other side. So she has these little quips where she kind of does these, these things and a lot of times they get viral or whatever. So I said, do you like comedy writing? And she says, yeah, I do. You know, I like comedy, you wow. know, like play. And I said, I wonder where you could go to learn that. Cause obviously she's graduated from college now. She oh. majored in marketing and I'm oh. like, maybe she needs to talk to Denise. Well, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. A, a place that I would have recommended, I think they actually just shut down, which was where I studied com comedy writing at second city in Chicago. Ah. And then, but I think they may have shut down, but still look them up. And then there's another, um, upright Citizens that's that's in, where Tina Fey went. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of folk. Yeah. And then Upright Citizens in New York. I also did. I did tell. I did comedy acting there. But they may have a writing piece. Yes. Because they also have a loss. I think they Upright Citizens might even have a L.A. Anyway, Upright Citizens. See mm -hmm. if Second City is still in, in existence. Um, short form. You can do short form. Of course, they'll do them now over the Zoom or or you know virtually. But those would be the first two places I would recommend. Because those are the kind of things where you have an inkling or you have a desire, you have a gifting, and then maybe just pursue it until the point where it's like, you know what, I maybe, yes. And then One maybe more thing. Mm -hmm. She should also do some regular improv. Because improv. as she studies improv, it will actually train her writer sensibility. Okay. Right. With the timing. Yeah. Things the kind like of, that. Mm -hmm, exactly. I love that. I knew you yeah. would know. You know, the teacher of you just comes out. It's like, okay, this is what she needs to do. Right. It's like, All right, Arby, you need to call. I, I felt it too. I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't win right. <laughs> I love it. But what you said is that during COVID, one of the things when you knew you wanted to do something, you had to acquire a skill. And that's why I always do my Ready, Set, Go Speak program. I uh -huh. said, there are skills that you, you, you have natural skills, but then there's other skills that you need in order to, to, to move that other piece further along. So right. you, you went on your walk and then you said you came home and you learned how to do this editing yourself because you didn't have a team. It was COVID. It was I like, didn't have a team. you had to learn how to do and it. Now and I like editing a lot. I really like it. It's very like over creative. 40. You, you're not like a millennial. Like I grew up with this, right? You're a person that's like a baby. <laughs> I had to learn it. Yeah. yeah. Are you a baby or are you a Gen X? I'm not sure which one you are. I'm a Gen X. Gen X. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're Gen Xer. So you learned it. And then someone, thank you, Patricia. She is, she put up here second city shows. I'll be, thank you, go. Oh, awesome. Yay. <laughs> we, will make sure that we, we put that in the show notes. Definitely as well. check it out. 
we make sure you put it in the show notes as well because it is when you have gifts that kind of that just take over for you. They make they said, you know, gift will make room for you. And that's what you have done on your YouTube channel. Thank when I look so at that, much. I'm so proud. I'm like, I love it. I love that. Oh, and I so, love it so much. So I want you to come here one day soon. I don't know so many people. I got to get my shots first and all that okay, kind of stuff. Right. I want you to help me with the the studio that we oh, have absolutely. right now. My studio here that's in this basement. We will, listen, I call it, we will trick it out. That's my little thing. We will trick <laughs> it out, okay? That's what, that's really what we need because my husband, he does voiceover and then I'm trying to do the video stuff and mm -hmm. all that. Kind of, and that's really what we want to do. We want to make this, but I don't have, the um the gifting to do that and i saw you do that i was like oh she could take this stuff and just like move this around you got the nails the hammer the, the screwdriver i'm like so i just want i just want to just thank you so much for just really being um you know true to yourself uh, you, you've got thrifty, thrifty, what is it? Thrifty, thrifty fly, fly DIY with Denise Joy. I love it. Thrifty I help you make DIY. your home custom on a budget. <laughs> it is so cool, guys. You have to go to this YouTube channel, right? You have to go to this YouTube channel. If nothing else, just go and look at it and you will just be so inspired. You, if you have the gift, you can do it. But if not, you can, you can also call her and she can help you with that as well. So I just want to thank you, Denise, for just joining us today. Go to youtube.com forward slash Denise Hart. And also, is your book still on Amazon? They could get the book. No, it is not. It is no longer there. Oh, okay. Well, you got to work on the next one and have that one come out. And, and it probably combines maybe DIY. Probably, actually. Yes, yes. So that will be that will be one of the things that's really good. So I just thank you all. And thank you all for joining us over here. Thank you, Patricia, for thank putting you, that everybody. Yes, for putting that information out there so that we can have uh, the information for people who want to do any kind of whatever's in your heart to do. There's someone there that can help you get to that next level. And Absolutely. Don't don't like you said. The question you asked yourself: If COVID were to take you out today, would you have what would you have regretted about? Yeah, and and don't have a risk. Just try it. If it doesn't work out, fine. But at least you tried. Worst and thing is, it doesn't work out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's my Keep thing. Going. Like, okay, didn't you didn't I didn't I didn't die from it. Keep so moving. I just tried. So that's Keep that's moving. the main thing. So thank you so quick. much, Pam. Thank you for having us. And for those who. I want to get training for branding, for speaking of how to do PR. Go to Ready, Set, Go Speak. That's my monthly program. Tonight, we're talking about media magic. We're talking about how to really get media, traditional media, radio, TV, and print, and how to bust out of, I guess you would say, like the Instagram squares and the Facebook famous, and really learn how to get traditional media, because I'm a really of that. That's, that's like one of the main things. And I want you to make sure that you send me your information as well so you can go on the Speakers Magazine. Absolutely. Yes. I think someone in your area is going to be on the cover of May. T.C. Cooper is going to oh, be yes. yes, yes. So she, I want you in that yeah. issue, in that DMV area, right? Uh -huh. right? I seem to have a lot of friends in DMV. I need to, one of these days, I may be living in that area. Who knows? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm Pam Perry, and we're out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. 
Head over to PanPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PanPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.